<laughs> but you sound but so girl, strong, our brother Fletcher. Thank you. Thank oh, God thank for that. Oh, amen. amen. So you'll keep Praise doing the good work, and I should be back soon, I hope. Thank All you, right. Jesus. No we believe, God, that you will, okay? That's right. Okay. All right. Prayer really works. Yes. Prayer really works. Thank the yes, Lord. Yes. Thank the Lord. Yes, yes. And on that note, I want to welcome everybody to Click 15. It is 8.15 p.m. Good evening, everyone. Yes. Hello. Hello. How are you today? Doing fine. Doing fine. Doing. I pray that you all are doing well. Um, before, before we get started, I just want to remind everybody that tomorrow night is the beginning of Thankful Thursday, and you either want to be in the house. Or online, I would prefer that you be in the house because you'll you'll get an experience being in the house than you would online. But if you can't come, um, join us online. We are serving food starting at five o'clock. We're going to have a dinner for people that come to go to church. So I wanted to let you all know about that as well. So definitely looking forward to Thankful Thursday and looking forward to uh, a wonderful time as far as. Uh, our guest preacher is concerned. So, again, thank you all Amen. so very much for joining us. And uh, we're getting to get a sense for what God is going to do. Um, so get the sense for what we're going to talk about tonight. There are several scriptures I would love to share with you all tonight. And um, uh, as we prepare to, to uh, get a sense for what those scriptures are, um, we ask that you will govern yourselves accordingly. Um, as we prepare to hear from the Lord, um, this is what I want to share with you all on this evening. And it goes something like this. Lamentations 3, 22-23, though the Lord's mercies through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They're new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Then there's the story of Peter. When he betrayed Jesus, it says, Peter sat outside the uh, courtyard and a servant girl came to him saying, you were also with Jesus of Galilee, but he denied it before them all saying, I do not know what you're saying. And when he had gone out to the gateway, another girl saw him and said, to those who were there, this fellow also was with Jesus of Nazareth, but again he denied with an oath, I do not know the man. And a little later, those who stood by came up and said to Peter, surely you are also one of them, for your speech betrays you. Then he began to curse and swear, saying, I do not know the man. Immediately a rooster crowed. Peter remembered the words of Jesus who said, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And so he went out and wept bitterly. And then there's a text where it says in Acts 7:59, and they stoned Stephen as he called on God and said, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. He knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not charge them with this sin. 
And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Acts 8, 1 through 3 says, Now Saul was consenting to his death. At that time, a great persecution arose against the church, which was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. And devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made great lamentation over him. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering every house, dragging off men and women, committing them to prison. And then 1 Peter 4, 8 says, And above all things have fervent love for one another, for love covers a multitude of sin. For love covers a multitude of sin. Tonight I want to just talk to you all about uh, the length that God goes to forgive you and me. I think that one of the things that I will admit and be confessional about is that there are times I become frustrated because I say something I shouldn't say or I do something that I know better. And oftentimes I know that it disappoints God. There are sometimes some thoughts go through my mind that I know I shouldn't think about other people. And if we're honest, every single day, probably more times often than not, we act in ways that really don't honor God. We act in ways that kind of make people wonder if we really know the Lord and the pardon of our sins. And Sometimes we want to throw it off at just saying, you know, we're being human. Whether we understand what we're doing or not, I need to remind all of us on this call tonight, including myself, that God gives grace to us. That God's unmerited favor is able to help us to move beyond our sins, and it's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 15 two weeks out of the year, 365 days out of the year. The Bible is full of people who understand the power of God's grace in their lives. Saul and Peter are two that I lift up for you tonight. For many of us that have grown up in the church, we know the story of Saul. Saul was a Pharisee. Uh, he was at the stoning of Stephen. Saw Stephen die. And he stood for what he thought was right because he felt like that Christians were in the wrong when it came to living for God. But one day he had an encounter with Jesus and was changed forever. And Saul changed his name to Paul and became the most influential leader in the early church. He wrote, oh my goodness, nearly uh, at least half of the New Testament. And uh, he has really laid the foundation for a lot of the doctrine that we practice as far as today's church is concerned. And so his encounter on that Damascus road, Paul, who was once Saul, experienced the grace of God. And then, of course, the famous one is Peter, who was considered to be the leader of the 12 disciples. Leadership just oozed out of him. He was very brash, very outspoken. Peter suffered from what I call foot-in-the-mouth disease. He always put his foot in his mouth before he thought. 
So much so that when Jesus told the group that they were all desert him, Peter was adamant. No, Lord, I'll never leave you. Not me. I'm your ride and die. And Jesus says, well, I know you say that, but before the rooster crows, you're going to deny me three times. And we know what happened. I read that passage for you. But check out what Jesus did. When Jesus was resurrected from the dead, he let Peter come back into the fold. He forgave Peter, restored him back to ministry, and Peter went on to be one of the greatest leaders of the church and is considered to be the, quote, first pope of the Catholic Church. Paul didn't know what he was doing until he knew what he was doing. Paul genuinely did not believe that Jesus was the Messiah and the Son of God, and he felt justified in getting rid of all of the Christians who attest to Jesus as being the Messiah. Peter, on the other hand, had been with Jesus. He witnessed Jesus' miracles. He saw what Jesus, as a matter of fact, Peter walked on water. Peter knew better. He proclaimed that he would be the last person to ever leave Jesus. Two different scenarios, one who didn't know and one who did know. And God, through Jesus Christ, gives them the same grace and forgiveness. Here's what I want to share with you all tonight, beloved. We all sin. We all do some things that we know we should not do. But the grace of God is showered upon us like the spring rains. And it lavishes us with snowflakes of forgiveness. So no matter how far you stray, no matter how bad you act, no matter who you've hurt, no matter how corrupt you behaved, the forgiveness of God is a simple, repented, contrite prayer away. And in addition, and this is how God is so incredible, in addition to us having our sins forgiven, even the crazy things we've done, God does not waste it. We get to see in those hard situations we walk through because of the glory and grace of God. And here's what I want to impress upon you. God uses the most unlikely people to be his vessels of grace, mercy, compassion, and forgiveness and to share hope to those on earth. And so as I close out this devotional tonight, be mindful of the fact that with all the stuff that you've gone through, God wants to use you to be a vessel of hope to somebody who needs Jesus and to let them know that if Jesus can forgive you, Jesus certainly can forgive them. Amen. Amen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and uh, let's sense what it is that God wants to do with us tonight. So share your prayer concerns uh, briefly and we will go to the Lord in prayer. 
Mary Harrison, Audrey and George McPherson, William, Billy Graham, we want to lift up Caldwell family, so many people, Debbie Dickinson, Tyler Delabird, Little Skyler Goodman, Clark family, all those that are in need. We also want to lift up the Madison family as well. But let's oh, go to the Lord and prayer. The Harris family. God, we come to you on this night, and we thank you for giving us another day. God, you've heard the various concerns that have been lifted before you. And you know the concerns that were not stated, and yet you know how to deal with us in a very meaningful, intimate way. So tonight, God, as we come to you, we thank you for the sufficiency of your grace. And we pray right now, God, that in the power of the essence of who you are, that you will deal with these prayer concerns, be it sickness, be it provision, whether somebody needs to be comforted, whether someone needs to experience compassion. And God, all of us are in need of your grace and forgiveness. The devotional we've done tonight, God, we want to focus intently on thanking you and growing from those moments of grace and forgiveness. God, help us to be better on tomorrow than we've been today. Help us to, oh God, own our humanity in the sense that part of us becoming like Christ is shedding off the slog of sin and becoming new creatures in you. Lord, for each and every person that is on this call, the 56 portals that are open right now, God, we pray that you will bless each and every family, each and every person that's on this call. And God, as we prepare to close out this prayer, we pray that you will bless our thankful Thursday services. Tomorrow night, Dr. Tellis Chapman will be sharing with us. Grant him traveling grace, O God, uh, to make it safely and give him the word you desire for him to share with us at St. Paul. Now, God, as we close out this moment of prayer, I thank you for these, my sisters and brothers, that Pierre Cheris and I get to do life with. And God, as we leave from this call, keep us in your care. Uh, let us have good night rest and empower us to do what you've called us to do on the morrow. In Jesus' name we pray. And we say we love you. Amen. Thank you so much. We needed to hear that as well. Y'all have a good night. Have a blessed night. God bless you. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Stay safe.